ఓం నమ శివాయ 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 నమ శివాయ ఓం 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 నమ శివాయ హయ నమ పార్వతీ పతే హరిం సంజయ్ ఈజ్ నరేటింగ్ ద హోల్ ఇన్సిడెంట్ ధృతరాష్ట్ర హీ సెడ్ దట్ హ్యావింగ్ సీన్ ద పాండవాస్ ఆర్మీ రాజా దుర్యోధన్ he approached acharya dron and uh, he spoke to him he said look at this vast army arrayed by your own dear disciple drishtadyumna and there are many great warriors in this army all of them are equal in prowess equal to arjuna and bhima and he enumerates few names but then he also says that we also have a very strong army in which you are there in bhishma pitamaha karna kripacharya and so many other warriors who have come here dedicating their life for me for my sake so from this we understand the nature of duryodhan and also the whole situation is presented in front of us so that we will be able to appreciate the condition of arjuna because that is the the right diagnosis should be done of the disease 
as Pooja Gurudev says, most of the time when the disease is not diagnosed properly, then we keep giving some or keep taking some wrong medicines and we suffer. So exactly what is Arjuna's problem? And again, exactly what is our problem? Why do we experience sorrow in life? Why do we experience grief in life? Why we don't experience that supreme peace and joy, which is our birthright, which is our very nature? Why don't we experience it? That becomes clear when we study this chapter. So Duryodhan continues, we'll chant the tenth verse. Aparyaptam tadasmakam Balam bhishma bhirakshitam Paryaptam tvidametesham Balam bhima bhirakshitam Aparyaptam tadasmakam Balam bhishma bhirakshitam Paryaptam tvidametesham Balam bhima bhirakshitam Duryodhana says that our army is Aparyaptam is uh, is vast, is unlimited. That word Aparyaptam can mean, Paryaptam is enough. It also means that our army is uh, not enough to fight with these Pandavas, though it is vast. That meaning also comes because they had 11 Akshahuni Sena. So, Aparyaptam, that we have this vast army and it is protected by Bhishma. Bhishma Pitamaha is the protector, is the commander of our army. Bhishma Pitamaha is a very powerful warrior and nobody can defeat him. And he is protecting this army. But their army is paryaptam, is limited, is just enough limited to idam etesham balam bhima abhirakshitam, which is protected by bhima. So it has got two meanings. One is that we have infinite vast army and we have bhishma pitamaha compared to their limited army and bhima. What is the comparison between bhishma and bhima? Bhishma in all respect is more powerful. But at the same time, this verse also conveys a deeper fear in his mind. Therefore, this Sanskrit, uh, our language is such that it uh, has got a deep meaning. Same word can bring out different facets of, uh, of meanings. So this same verse convey that Duryodhana is feeling that our army is though vast, it is not 
not paryaptam, it is not enough. It is a paryaptam, it is not enough to deal with this situation, to fight with this enemy. Because the war is not fought only by the, the size of the army, but also the morale of the soldiers who are fighting is very important. Sometimes a few people can control or fight with a vast army if they are uh, very strongly motivated. So here he himself is not very much motivated. He, is, he has got doubts about every member of his uh, army. And in fact, uh, even Yudhishthir and all knew. Therefore, Yudhishthir, before the war, he had come on the side of the Pandavas and to take blessings from Bhishma Pitamaha. Because the war was about to begin, so Yudhishthir felt that I should take blessing from elders. And Bhishma Pitamaha is the eldest of the family. So he approached him, did Namaskar and said, please bless me. The war is about to begin. Please bless me with success. And Bhishma Pitama said, yes. You will be successful. Bhishma Pitamaha was a great personality. And while returning to his army, Yudhishthira announced there that whoever wants to change sides, they are... Uh, they can do it now. And one person actually changed side. And that showed the weakness of Duryodhana's army. It demoralized everyone. Because it is, it is a, it's a psychological game actually. This war and all is a psychological game. How you, how you attack the other party psychologically also depends on how the whole war will be fought. Therefore, here Dronach, uh, Duryodhana is very nervous, and he's, though he says that Bhishma is protecting our army, but Bhishma himself is uh, quite, uh, his loyalties and his love and affection is towards the Pandava side. And they are protected by Bhima. See, Bhima had no confusion in his mind that I am fighting against this Kauravas. He was very clear. He was all hundred percent with the Pandavas. But Bhishma Pitamaha was half here, half there, which is a very, very dicey situation. Because if we want to, even with our own negativities, we should be very clear that this is bad and I want to destroy it. For example, anger, jealousy, greed. We should be very clear that they are negative emotions. I don't want them. I want to eliminate them. But most of the time what happens? We fall in love with our negativities. We start appreciating and praising our anger also. We say, Gussakia, that people were rash. So we, we feel very happy about our negative qualities then it becomes difficult to destroy them because subconsciously, unconsciously, we support them. If we sincerely, 100% don't want them, they cannot remain in our heart. Negativities cannot remain 
without our support we are supporting them unknowingly our pride our jealousies our greed our hatred our fears are supported by us so bhishma pitamaha had little soft corner on the side of the pandavas but still he was fighting on the side of the kauravas paryaptam twida twidametesham balam bhima birakshitam and the bala of this pandavas side was protected the whole army was protected by bhima so having said all this see many times we don't convey exactly what is the point what are you trying to say now duryodhana came all the way and in the past eight verses he is speaking but what are you trying to tell me is it that i don't know the dronacharya must be thinking is it that i don't know what is happening who are on either sides what do you want to convey what he wanted to convey he conveys now in this 11th shloka ayaneshu cha sarveshu यथा भागमस्थितायनेशु चर्वेशु यथागमस्थिता भीरक्षर for each uh, main warrior was positioned in a particular way the whole arrangement was done in that way so duryodhana says that remaining in your position what you should do should we fight with the pandavas he said no that you anyway fight with the pandavas but all of you please protect bhishma pitamaha now this is a very strange thing Now in the previous verse he said Bhishma Pitamaha is the protector of the army our whole army is protected by Bhishma and here is concern about the safety of Bhishma Pitamaha himself the one who is protecting the army needs protection why he needs protection we know the story because of the shikhandi Bhishma Pitamaha was a great personality yesterday i mentioned by mistake that he was also involved in killing uh, abhimanyu but he was not involved he was already lying on the on the bed of arrows and dronacharya had become the commander and he had formed a chakravyu when abhimanyu died so bhishma pitamaha was follower of dharma and one of the thing which he held very dearly was keeping his wow keeping his words whatever happens he never is to go against his words 
you know the story of shikhandi this amba so amba ambika and ambalika amba amba wanted to marry that other person she could not she came back to bhishma pitamaha requested him she said i want to marry you now he said no i can't because i have taken this vow i cannot marry so amba approached parshuram ji parshuram was the teacher of bhishma pitamaha parshuram great avatar of bhagwan he had uh, taught he also had taught bhishma pitamaha so she approached him and she said this is the situation he doesn't want to marry me because of his vow and all so please you tell him because he won't say no to his teacher you please tell him so parshuram ji said yes why not huh? why not do this good good action so he called bhishma pitamaha and he said you marry her he said but teacher i have taken this vow i can't marry so parshuram got real annoyed he said you are not listening to me i am your teacher he said either you marry him or you fight with me he said i am willing to fight with you but i cannot marry and they had a fight and they in that fight nobody won actually because both were equally strong finally parshuram ji gave up he said forget about him and he decided never to teach akshatriya again because the kshatriyas they have this funny idea about dharma and keeping vow and all those things so he had decided not to teach any kshatriya and you know the story of karna also karna wanted to learn and he also approached parshuram ji because he was a mighty warrior so when uh, karna approached him karna himself did not know who he is whose son and all karna approached and uh, karna said that i want to learn he asked him are you what are you he said i am a brahman i am a, not a kshatriya so he learned the whole vidya from parshuram ji and one day it happened that parshuram was sitting i mean sleeping with his uh, head on the on the lap of uh, what you call uh, karna he was taking rest at that time some uh, insect came and stung or bit him karna and the blood started oozing out and it was very painful inside bite can be very painful so he was uh, but still he just because he thought my teacher is sleeping i should not disturb him and the blood started oozing and it touched uh, parshuram ji also he woke up and he saw the whole situation but instead of becoming happy he got annoyed he said that you must be kshatriya because only a kshatriya has got this capacity to bear pain so you have lied to me therefore whatever i taught you though i have taught you he had taught everything the war and all how to fight he said at the time when you require it most you will forget it such i tell you this mahabharat and really it happened that during the war karna 
when it was required, he forgot the, all the vidya. So Bhishma Pitamaha, he did not marry this uh, Amba. So she died with a vow that I will be born again to destroy this Bhishma. Here, Drupad had uh, prayed to Lord Shiva and he prayed for a son and a daughter was born. So, this Amba was born to him as a girl. So, Drupad got real confused like, so he again he prayed to Lord Shiva. He said, you promised a son, but his daughter is born. He said, don't worry, in time he will get converted into a boy. <laughs> and it happened like that. He is converted into a man. But Bhishma Pitamaha knew about it and he considered him as a woman only. And one of his vow was never to fight against a woman. Good vow actually. Hmm. Never to fight with a woman. So everyone knew about it. And the Pandavas had a plan to bring Shikhandi. Shikhandi was, so Shikhandi in front of Bhishma Pitama. Shikhandi was one of the commander and they had a plan to bring him in front as a dhal, as a, as a, as a armor and, and taking his, uh, what you call support, fight with Bhishma Pitamaha. So this Kauravas also knew about it and they came to know, I mean, Duryodhana knew that if Bhishma Pitamaha is alive, we can win this war. But if something happens to him, then it is very difficult. So, he, therefore, he requested all the warriors, I mean, Dronacharyaji and also others, that all of you should protect Bhishma, should not allow that Shikhandi to come anywhere near him. Rest is easy. Rest is fine. Rest you don't have to worry, but don't allow that Shikhandi to come anywhere near him. So, Bhishma meva virakshantu. Bhavantas sarve evahi. So all of you remaining in your division, not that leave your place and then try to protect him and create confusion in your own division. Remaining in your division, you protect Bhishma Pitamaha. So this was the main instruction which he wanted to give to Dronacharyaji. So these are the words of Duryodhana uttered by Sanjaya, in these nine verses, it conveys the nature of this Duryodhana. He was totally adharmic person. He had tried to kill these Pandavas. He also burned their house in order to kill them, but somebody else got killed. He took away the kingdom which was given to them, Indraprastha, but through Chalaki, he took away that kingdom, promised to return, but did not return. And instead of uh, being, uh, what you call, uh, repenting on it, he started uh, abusing them in all ways. So, a very, very adharmic person. So, having uh, heard him speaking like that, Bhishma Pitamaha also came to know that he is, uh, he is getting little nervous. So, in order to bring some uh, uh, confidence 
in the mind of Duryodhana, Bhishma Pitamaha blew the conch. So that is what is said now in the twelfth verse. Tasya Sanjanayan Harsham Kuru Vridha Pitamaha Simhanadam Vinadyochaihi Shankham Dadmau Pratapavan Tasya Sanjanayan Harsham Kuru Vridha Pitamaha Simhanadam Vinadyochaihi Shankham Dadmau Pratapavan Tasya Sanjanayan Harsham Kuru Vridha Pitamaha Bhishma Pitamaha, he was known as Pitamaha <coughs> for all these Pandavas and Kauravas. He was Kuru Vridha, he was the eldest among the Kurus, among everyone. Though his uncle was still alive, but uh, Shantanu's younger brother. But Bhishma Pitamaha was most respected and uh, one of the eldest member of the family, the Kuru family. So Kuru Vridha Pitamaha, he saw this Duryodhana behaving in this way and it is not good for a, for a leader to get nervous just before the war about to begin and all. So in order to give him joy, in order to boost his morale, in order to say I mean, give confidence to him. Simhanadam vinadyochaihi, our Bhishma Pitamaha roared like a lion there. It's a mighty personality. Roared like a lion. See, in the, in the battle and all the sound and the uh, whole atmosphere plays a very important role. Just like our meditation. I mean, meditation is not a war. But in meditation also the whole surrounding how, where you are sitting, if you are sitting in a marketplace, you cannot meditate. So the whole atmosphere is very important. The room and the diya and the Bhagwan's murti or maybe a just om or the total silence or a very beautiful location, ashram or some other holy place. The atmosphere helps in meditation. In the same way, in war also, the sound, the whole, uh, whole enthusiasm in every person who is involved is very, very important factor. So, yeah, Bhishma Pitamaha, seeing the situation, he roared like a lion. Simhanadam vinadyochaihi. Just as in a, in a forest also when a lion or a tiger roars, all the other animals they just stand still wherever they are, frightened because he is a what called king of the jungle, and he roars, nobody can dare do anything. they are all scared, but here he is luckily on their side, so they need not be scared of him, but the other side can get scared. So he roared like a lion and he blew the conch, Shankham Dadmau Pratapavan. He blew 
powerful his conch so this was the first what we call sign of the war uh, commencing as the our pujya gurudev has also written so it came from the kaurava side though it that was not the intention the war had not begun but uh, from just to please and just to encourage duryodhana this conch was blown but it became like a first sign that a first attack was from the kaurava side only you can say because that is like a beginning so shankham dadmau pratapavan he blew the conch and this conch has got its own uh, own um, sound actually in the in the spiritual field in the religious field when we blow the conch it is like to invite everyone for a particular uh, ceremony and all before the puja or before the aarti the conch is blown also when bhagwan vishnu is blowing the conch he has got a conch he is also uh, inviting everyone towards him and the sound of that conch is like the uh, words of the scriptures through the words of the scriptures bhagwan says you come to me you come to me so here the conch was blown for the commencement of the war but here for giving that confidence for duryodhana but when everyone else heard this then what did they do further he says tata shankhascha bheryascha panavanak gomukhah sahasevabhyahanyanta sashabdastumulobhavata tatashankhascha bheryascha panavanak gomukhah sashabdastumulo bhavata ha tatah thereafter when all the other uh, army or warriors they heard the conch being being blown they also suddenly everyone started playing the various instruments which are used in the war so tatah sahasa eva sahasa means suddenly because they were all everyone was little nervous only it's a it's a war it's not a actually though the stories of war it becomes very fascinating but war itself is not fascinating but the stories of wars are very fascinating mahabharat to listen sitting in our comfortable room is very fascinating but actually to go there and fight is not good so here everyone was nervous only all the members of this uh, party the war the army so when they heard bhishma pitamaha blowing the conch so they also started playing the various uh, instrument they also blew the conches and then they played the kettle drums and the various other instrument like the tabors the military drums uh, the nagada and all with the with a some stick and all you play and cow horns go mukha 
various different types of these uh, instruments are there and they create their own uh, own uh, vibration some of you must have heard this uh, gone to that uh, meeting the retreat also different type of uh, military bands are there so here everyone played this band and it created such a huge sound loud sound so sahasa eva abhyantah abhyanyantah sa shabdas tumulo bhava that uh, sound became so tremendous eleven uh, akshahonis and the main the warriors the blew the conches and all of them played the whole place started vibrating with this sound tremendous tumulo bhavat here the sanjaya is using the word tumulo bhavat means tremendous sound but when he talks about the pandava side he said the sound because they also started blowing the conches and playing all these drums and all and he says that the sound which was created there it shook the heaven and the earth heaven and earth started vibrating because there was more power more force in each one of them also it appeared as though it was more loud hmm see even in that uh, martial arts and all they give importance to sound like if one wants to attack and all they create certain sound and then the samne wala thoda ghabra jata hai even if you are dubla patla but more sound if you remove from your mouth then that enemy gets frightened pata nahi inka sound itna bada hai to uska haath kitna mazboot hoga hmm so shabdas tumulo bhavat till this 13th verse it is uh, the hero of this beautiful uh, bhagavad gita has not come but on the 14th at from the 14th verse onwards we have the entry of the main patra the main uh, person of this bhagavad gita bhagwan sri krishna and arjuna beautiful description is there tata shvetair hayer yukte माधव दिव्यौशंख प्रदत्म ततश्वेतर्हयुक्ते महतेश्यंदने स्थित हाँ ततः दैन श्वेतर हयर युक्ते महती संजने स्थित सीटेड ऑन अ चैरियट मैग्निफिशेंट चैरियट महती संजने स्थित मैग्निफिशेंट चैरियट विथ योक्ड विथ दिस व्हाइट हॉर्सेस श्वेत हयी युक्ते व्हाइट हॉर्सेस एंड ब्यूटिफुल चैरियट mahati why divine chariot see this chariot was given by the devata to arjuna agni devata 
Arjuna had helped Agni Devata, so he gave this divine chariot for them, for him to use in this war. And all the horses were white in, uh, in their complexion. And beautiful chariot washed, and Arjuna could store all his weapons which were required properly in that chariot. And those horses were such that uh, uh, there were about hundred horses, but uh, few were yoked to this uh, uh, chariot. And even if they were killed, they were immediately got replaced. Divine horse, I mean divine chariot with divine horses, and they got replaced immediately. Special chariot. So seated in this chariot, Madhavaha, Bhagwan Sri Krishna. He's called Madhava. Ma means Lakshmi. Dhava means is Pati, Lakshmi Pati. Sakshat, Vishnu Bhagwan himself had manifested on earth in this beautiful country of ours as Bhagwan Sri Krishna. Bhuli Sri Vrindavan Vihari Lalaki Jai. Bhagwan Sri Krishna. Most fascinating personality. Eighth avatar of Mahavishnu. And uh, right from his uh, birth till the end, Bhagwan uh, did so many leelas. And throughout his life, he taught to us the meaning of dharma and also gave the highest teaching of that supreme reality. You know the story of Bhagwan Sri Krishna, we won't go into details, but he uh, uh, is, is considered as Ishvara Sakshat Bhagwan himself and his Yogeshwara Krishna. At the end of this uh, Bhagavad Gita, Sanjay this, uh, says that is Yogeshwara Krishna. Yatra Yogeshwara Krishna, Yatra Partho Dhanurdharaha. He is the Ishwara of all yoga, the knower of all the yoga, the giver of all the knowledge. In fact, in the fourth chapter, Bhagavan says, I am the one who taught even Lord's son this great knowledge and to all the beings of this world. He therefore is called Jagat Guru. Jagat Guru means the teaching which Bhagwan has given is applicable to everyone in the world. See, there are certain teachings which might be applicable only to a particular community, maybe to a particular nation, but what teaching is given in Bhagavad Gita is applicable to the entire world. Because the truth is one, the values are also with respect to the truth which can be followed and applicable to everyone in this world. Just as the truth which is declared in science is accepted by all scientists, hmm? mostly, huh? there also they have some difference of opinion sometimes, but there is no feeling that, oh no, this uh, I will not accept because that scientist is a Hindu or that scientist is a Muslim, nothing like that. The scientific truth is accepted once it is proved beyond doubt that it is true, then it is accepted by all. Similarly, the teaching which is given here is not meant only to Hindus, 
but to everyone, all of humanity. Therefore, this is called, he is called Jagat Guru. And if we really objectively study this Bhagavad Gita, you will know that really it is meant for everyone. If one follows this sincerely, our life will become more uh, substantial and fulfilled. So Madhavaha is seated in the chariot. Arjuna had requested Bhagavan Sri Krishna when he said that I will not fight. So my army will fight, but I will not fight. And Arjuna then expressed his desire, then why not become my charioteer, so that you will be all the time with me. I can take your guidance all the time. Not because he wanted to make him a chariot driver and all, but so that I will be constantly uh, connected to you. And whenever I need, I can get guidance from you. So please be my charioteer. And Bhagwan accepted that. And he was a sincere charioteer. He performed his duties as a charioteer very sincerely. Before the war, every morning before the war, he used to get up early and take uh, what you call, um, uh, take care of those horses and all, feed them and water and all those things. And then he used to yoke the horses to the chariot and he used to be ready for Arjuna to come and occupy the chariot. After the war, he used to take care of the horses. Many times they used to get hurt and so is malampatti karna hai, unko dhona hai, unko khana pani dena hai. All this he used to do it very sincere. Not that I am a charioteer, but I will keep some nokar to do this. No. He himself did all this. He showed the sanctity of all work. All work is good. There is nothing good or bad about it. If it is our duty, then it is good. So Madhavaha, Bhagwan Sri Krishna, and a great friend, he became a great friend of Arjuna. Arjuna became his friend. During that time in the, in the forest, they came very close to each other. Arjuna was constantly thinking of Krishna. Krishna was all the time there in his mind. Even when he was asleep, he used to chant Bhagwan Krishna's name. All the time. They were totally together. In fact, something uh, our uh, great masters say, they are also like the avatar of Nara and Narayana. Nara and Narayana are two rishis, Bhagwan's uh, manifestation only. And those Nara and Narayana themselves have come as Krishna and Arjuna to guide all of us. One became the teacher and one became the taught disciple so that the knowledge can be imparted to the whole world. Bhagwan Krishna loved Arjuna so much that he has mentioned in Gita, 10th chapter, that Arjuna is my own self. In the 4th chapter he says, Bhakto me sakha cheti. You are my bhakta and you are my sakha. Therefore, I am revealing this knowledge to you. So it's a beautiful uh, sambandha. Therefore, we will see later that uh, Arjuna did not hesitate to express what he was feeling. Otherwise, a great warrior 
to say that, oh, I am feeling nervous and all. You can't say like that. But he, he knew that Bhagwan was his well-wisher, his friend. He will always guide him and support him. So he expressed openly whatever he felt to Bhagwan Sri Krishna. So Madhava is Lord Krishna. In Bhagavad Gita, if you go through the whole of this Gita, you will find that Arjuna addresses Bhagwan Krishna with various names. Ne? Madhava, Achyuta, Mahabaho. And um, in the 11th chapter, in the 10th chapter, so many different names are used. And Bhagwan also addresses uh, Arjuna in various names. Anagha, Kaunteya, Partha. Partha seems to be his favorite name. Partha, uh, Arjuna. So, beautiful relationship. So, and Bhagwan was seated on the chariot as a charioteer and Arjuna was there behind on the chariot. So, both of them Madhava Pandavaschaiva Divyav Shankhav Pradatmatuhu. So, from the side of the Pandavas, Bhagwan Sri Krishna and Arjuna blew the conches first. First, Bhagwan Sri Krishna only, and then Arjuna. So, they blew the conches loudly. And this chariot. If we look at it symbolically, if we compare it, like Pujya Gurudev mentions, with Kathopanishad, then there is a description of a chariot in Kathopanishad. It says that our body is like a chariot and the senses are like the horses. Atmanam ratinam viddi, shariram ratamevatu. Atma is the rati the owner of the chariot and his body is like a chariot and the horses are the senses and the and the object sense objects are like the road and the rein which holds the horses together is the mind but who is holding the reins together who is holding and controlling the horses the buddhi Buddhim, buddhim tu sarathim viddhi, manapragraham evacha. So, buddhi is the sarathi. So, it's a very beautiful uh, description of our own personality. Our body is a chariot. It's a vehicle. It is a vehicle to reach our destination. It is not just a bhoga sharir. It is not meant for just pleasure and all. It's a vehicle. To reach our destination. And what is our destination? That self-discovery, self-realization. But this chariot is, is taken forward by whom? By the senses. And where do they move? They move in the sense objects. Shabda, sparsha, The sound, the touch, the smell, the taste and all. So it moves in the but the senses are wild. They have to be yoked together. So they are all yoked together by the mind. Mind is behind the senses. You cannot use the senses without the mind behind it. But if the senses go in five different directions, then the mind will be totally agitated. 
So the senses have to be properly held together by the mind, but that mind should be under the control of buddhi, our understanding. If our understanding is not proper, then the mind can go haywire. It will run away and the senses will run everywhere. So it is the, is the, the, the sarthi plays a very important role. He holds the reins together and at times he gives, I mean, loosens the hold so that horses can go forward. At times he holds it back for them to stop. And after uh, using the chariot for a long time, becoming a master, the horses also come to know the intention of the sarathi. That even if he gives then the horses know where he wants us to go, when he wants us to stop. And in a war, this is very important, because if he is aiming there and the horses keep on going, walking forward, it will create a lot of confusion. Hmm. He might aim at one person and shoot someone else then. So, uh, our body, our senses should be under control of our mind, but the mind should be under control of our intellect. Intellect has got ideas. Intellect has got understanding, wisdom. So wisdom, our mind has got all emotions. Emotions should be under control of wisdom. Otherwise we will become emotional. Otherwise we will become sentimental. Hmm. Somebody asked our t- Guruji, that what is the meaning of this sentimental and all those things? Temperamental and all. He said temperamental means 50% temper and 50% mental. <laughs> but what about sentimental? Or is sent person mental? <laughs> that is called sentimental. So we become sentimental when we don't use our intellect. When we and we leave it to the horses where they want to go. And there are five horses in our body, five senses, so there is total confusion. The strongest horse will lead the, and it may not go where he wants to go also. Depends on the total force and all, it will go in that direction. Our eyes wants us to go somewhere. Our ears want us to go somewhere. Our tongue wants us to go somewhere. And thorough confusion is there. So, everything should be held in the hands of a sarthi. And here the sarthi should be divine. Sarthi should be Krishna. Sarthi should be the knowledge which is revealed by Krishna. Bhagavan says, I am Bhagavad Gita only. Bhagavad Gita is Bhagavan's roop only. So let Bhagavad Gita be a sarthi of your chariot. Then it will go to its right destination. So Madhava Pandavascheva Divya Shankha Pradatmatuhu They believe divine conscious. Now Sanjaya, he had great love for Bhagavan Krishna and for all these Pandavas and he was more in more interested to describe and talk about them. So here he is 
telling us that even the names of all the conches which they blew, each one of them. While talking about uh, Kauravas, he just said everyone started playing the kettle drums and all. But here he mentions the name of the conches which were blown. Uh, many times we have this what we call the Gita quiz in which sometimes you are asked the question, what is the name of the conch which Bhagwan Krishna blew? So you should know it is Panchajanya. Pancha Janyam Rishi Keshaha Devadattam Dhananjayaha Pondram Dadbham Mahashankham Bhima Karma Vrkodaraha Pancha Janyam Vishikeshaha Devadattam Dhananjaya Pondram Pancha Janyam Rishikeshaha This is another name of Bhagwan Sri Krishna Rishikesh It also means the one Lord of the senses Rishika means the Lord, I mean the senses, Ishaha, the Lord, Lord of the senses. Bhagwan Sri Krishna is our own self. Further, Bhagwan will say, Aham Atma Gudaha Kesha Sarva Bhutashayastitaha, that I am the self seated in everyone's heart. And it is the self, self means the pure consciousness, which is the ultimate controller and the Lord of our senses, of our mind, of our intellect. It's like the electricity is the Lord of all the electrical equipment. If electricity fails, all equipment remains standstill. Similarly, it is the Lord who is in our heart, who is the controller and the master of our senses, of our mind. Therefore, he is called Rishi Keshaha. Panchajanyam. He blew a conch called Panchajanyam. This was obtained by killing a Rakshasa of that name. And Bhagwan got this conch and he blew it. Panchajanyam. Rishi Keshaha. Devadattam Dhananjayaha. Dhananjaya is name of Arjuna. He had acquired lot of wealth. Not only the outer prosperity, he had acquired a lot of these uh, weapons and all from all those devatas, but he had also acquired a lot of inner wealth. Remaining in the forest, interacting with Bhagwan Krishna, he had learned a lot from him. Though the teaching of Bhagavad Gita was not imparted in the forest, because it was not asked directly, or the situation had not come, but he had gained lot of wealth, of knowledge, of uh, weapons, of relationship. So many dhana. Wealth is not only just uh, what we count, what we keep in our bank, but uh, so many wealth. Even our punya is like a wealth only. Those who have all the wealth in the world, but don't have the wealth of punya, they are poor, very poor. 
Because with all the wealth, you won't be able to enjoy. Punya is also required. So, Pancha Janyam Rishikesha Devatattam Dhananjayaha. So, Dhananjay Arjuna blew the conch called Devadattam. And what about Bhima? Pongram Dadho Mahashankham Bhima Karma Vrukodaraha. Bhima, he is called Bhima Karma because his whole actions were also very terrible. He was physically strong but also very intelligent and very, very, uh, what you call, uh, attached to dharma and all. And all, all these brothers, they had great affection and love and regard for Yudhishthir. Whatever Yudhishthir said, this, though they inside they objected sometimes and all, but finally they agreed. And Yudhishthir had great, and all of them had great regard for their mother Kunti. Yudhishthir has mentioned that whatever my mother says is dharma. They had great regard. Here on the other side, this Kauravas, that uh, were Gandhari, she was also a great lady, but they did not listen to her. Even the Duryodhana approached her mother and said, please give me Ashirvad for this war is about to begin. Please give me Ashirvad for victory. And she said that wherever there is dharma, let the victory be there. Tato dharmaha tato jayaha. Yatra dharmaha tato jayaha. Wherever there is dharma, let the victory be there only. She did not say you win. You are my dear son. Nothing like that. If you are right, then may the victory be with you. If you are wrong, then may you get defeated only. So she was a very powerful and great lady, but Duryodhana did not take her advice, listen to her. But here, Yudhishthira and all, they had great affection. So Bhima Karma, he had this terrible, powerful deeds he had done in his lifetime, even killed some of the Rakshasas and all. So he was considered to be a, a Bhima Karma. Once it happened that Draupadi wanted to invite Bhagwan Krishna for for lunch when they were in the forest. So she requested, sent a request, but Bhagwan says, no, I'm a little busy today, you know. I have some appointments. So when Bhima came to know about it, and he felt that, oh, she is requesting, so he should come. So he took his gada and came out of that, uh, his, that where they were hurt, where they were staying, and he threw the gada in the air, in the sky, and he loudly he called Bhagwan Krishna that before this gada falls down, you come, otherwise I will take that gada on my head and I will die. And he threw the gada, and before the gada fell down, Bhagwan came running there. So all his actions were also very terrible. But Vrukodaraha, his uh, stomach is like a vrika. Vrika means uh, a wolf. 
so wolf and all this they have a they don't have a big belly and all so generally we imagine that bhima must be with a big belly no he was very very fit and vrukodara also means that he had this capacity to digest all that he ate and that is a very important capacity which we should have from the standpoint of our health but also subjectively our mind should be uh, like vrukodara able to digest all experiences of our life undigested experiences create negativities like jealousy greed hatred and all those sadness and guilt and all sorts of this negative feeling comes because of undigested experiences of our life we should learn to digest them by proper understanding by proper wisdom hmm so bhima karma vrakodaraha mahashankham dadmao he blew a great conch what was the name of his conch poundram poundram dadmao mahashankham bhima karma vrakodaraha further says ananta vijayam raja कुंती पुत्रो युधिष्ठिर नकुल सहदेव सुघोषमणिपुष्पक अनंत विजय राजा कुंती पुत्रो युधिष्ठिर सहदेव सुघोषमणि पुष्पक हा राजा कुंती पुत्र युधिष्ठिर यर अवर संजय इज कॉलिंग युधिष्ठिर राजा सी युधिष्ठिर वॉज द एल्डेस्ट ऑफ द ऑल द कौरवास एंड द पांडवास हिज फादर वॉज द किंग एंड ही वॉज सपोज टू बिकम द किंग बट देन दुर्योधना and uh, the kauravas and the pandavas both of them i mean kauravas wanted or duryodhana wanted the kingdom so then dhritarashtra divided the kingdom he said okay hastinapur you rule and uh, indraprastha you rule but then again duryodhana had his eyes there in indraprastha also and sent them away and did not give them their kingdom but still he is the rightful king therefore yes sanjay is using the word raja to yudhishthir indirectly want to convey to dhritarashtra that see he is the real king and king is not who is elder or younger that also is a secondary but a good person should be a king he is a dharmic person he is the one who will rule the kingdom properly and later on when yudhishthir became the king the rule the his rule was one of the most uh, beautiful rule like of ram rajya of so many other beautiful kingdoms which we hear about so yudhishthir also ruled very right righteously the kingdom because so many people are involved and the first thing a king should be is just if the king is not just then he is not a king he should be just and he should be generous hmm and he should have the right attitude towards the kingdom he is not the owner 
but just a trustee and is a sevak for taking care of the subjects like his own children so yudhishthir had all this wonderful quality he is the hero of this mahabharat so ananta vijayam he blew the conch called ananta vijay uh like a infinite victory ananta vijayam raja kunti putraha he is the son of kunti he had great regard as i said for his mother therefore here he is called kunti putraha even our uh, arjuna who is addressed as kaunteya the son of kunti kunti was a great mother and a great lady so kunti putro yudhishthiraha yudhishthira means who is firm in yuddha in the battlefield also who is firm who is very clear see this dharma and adharma is a constant battle which is happening within us and same thing we see around us when we are very clear about what is dharma and what is adharma we can be firm in the battle if there is any doubt in our mind then we cannot be firm later on we will see that there are these three gunas sattva gun rajogun tamogun person who is satvik is very clear about what is dharma and what is adharma person who is rajasik he is not very clear about dharma and adharma he is confused regarding dharma while talking about dharma he he feels that it is adharma while adharma he feels little dharma so he is confused regarding dharma and adharma but a tamasic person is also clear he considers adharma as dharma and dharma as adharma so both the ends great clarity is there therefore a bad person is also very clear about his goal and very focused and a absolute good person is also very focused and very clear in between they don't know whether we are this side or that side when ram and ravan yuddha was happening very clear ram stands for dharma and ravan for adharma but the devtas had assembled there to see the yuddha and they were they were also quite inspired and they were also saying jai ho jai ho from there only they got the nara jai ho so somebody asked them ki kiski jai ho you are saying ravan ki jai ho ki ramchandra ji ki jai ho he said we don't want to say anything we just say jai ho and whoever wins then we will say aapki hi hum jai ho bol rahe the so they are little rajasik sometimes jai ho for ravan sometimes jai ho for ram that is what happens with us rajasik we are not very clear that who are the enemies of our mind kama krodha lobha moha madha matsar are the enemies of the mind but many times we are not clear we consider them our friend and there is great confusion so yudhishthiraha he blew the conch ananta vijayam nakula and sahadev they blew the conches sugosha and manipushpaka conch name sugosh and conch name manipushpaka nakula and sahadev 
they were born by the, to Madri by the blessings of Ashwini Kumar. Yudhishthir was born by the blessings of Dharmaraj, Yamaraj. See, Lord of Death. Lord of Death is called Yama. Yama also means one who is completely disciplined. Yama means discipline. Death, great discipline is there. And death means whatever time of death and everything is no, no question. If a person has to die at a particular time, dies at that time. You cannot negotiate with Yamaraji. Hmm. He's perfect, disciplined, honest, just. Dharma. The Dharma controls our life and death. But that which is beyond life and death is, is gained by the blessings of that Supreme Lord, your Krishna, hmm, which is beyond. So when a person does some action, then based on the action, Dharmaraj gives the result. But when we surrender to the Lord, then even when we, even if we have done something wrong, Bhagwan has got the, got the capacity to forgive us and to bless us. See, when in the country also, if somebody is punished, then depending on the laws of the country, that person is punished. But that person can approach the, the, the Rashtrapati and request a pardon, and that person can be pardoned. Similarly, according to the dharma, the, the, the fruits of action is gained, but Bhagwan is beyond. Therefore, Bhagwan tells Arjuna finally that you drop all these actions and the doership and all dharma and surrender to me. I will release you from all sins. Arjuna himself was born by the blessings of Indra Bhagwan, and Karna was born by the blessings of Surya, and Bhima was born by the blessings of Vayu Devata, and. Uh, our Hanumanji is also Vayuputra. So they are like brothers, Bhima and Hanumanji. And Hanumanji had given his blessings to Bhima. So Nakula Sahadevascha Sughosha Manipushpaka, both Nakul and Sahadev, they blew the conscious Sughosha and Manipushpak. Hmm? We also have our little, little conscious, we, we keep blowing now and then. So you please shut off your conscience so that we can hear this conscience properly. Ah. So what are the other conscience which blew? Let us hear. Kashyascha Parameshvasaha Shikhandicha Maharathaha Drishtadyumno viratascha Satyakishcha parajitaha Drupado draupade yascha Sarvasha prithivipate Sobhadrascha Mahabahu Shankhandadmuk Prathak Prathaka 
कश्च परमेश्वास शिखंडी च महारथ दृष्टुम्नो सात्यकिराजिता द्रुपदो द्रौपदेया सौभद्रश्च महाबाहु शंखांदमुपृथक पृथक देन संजय नेम्स फ्यू मोर वॉरियर्स हु ब्लू देअर रिस्पेक्टिव कॉन्शियस हियर ही डजंट नेम द इंडिव्यूजल कॉन्शियस देअर नेम्स बट ही नेम्स फ्यू ऑफ द इम्पॉर्टंट वॉरियर्स इसे काश्चश्च परमेश्वास देन दिस ऑल दिस वॉरियर्स शंखान दद्मु पृथक पृथक दे ऑल्सो ब्लीव देअर रिस्पेक्टिव कॉन्शियस हु आर दे काशीराज काश्यश्च द किंग ऑफ काशी परमेश्वास हु वॉज अ एक्सलेंट आर्चर ही ब्लीव हिज कॉन्च काश्यश्च परमेश्वास and also it uh, all of them blowing the conch also is a sign that all of them are saying that we are together we are one as a one unit we will fight the enemies shikhandi cha maharatah shikhandi yuyudhan shikhandi nahi not yuyudhan shikhandi who finally then because of him only bhishma pitamah got killed Shikandi was taken as a dhal and Arjuna shot arrows at Bhishma Pitamaha. So Shikandi cha maharatha he was also a great warrior and uh, he also blew a conch. Drishtadyumna Drishtadyumna he is the main commander of the entire army but uh, Arjuna is the supreme commander. Drishtadyumna very important warrior so drishtadyumna then viratah the king of uh, that virat nagari virat raja virat then satyaki satyaki aparajitah so satyaki the uh, krishna's charioteer he was also unconquered he did not die in the battlefield in mahabharata later on the yadavas they had a war among themselves in which satyaki died so satyakischa aparajitah then drupadah king drupad is uh, all his, both his sons shikhandi and drishtadyumna were very important warriors in this uh, in this battle and it this was a great ally which uh, this pandavas they had because of their marriage with draupadi otherwise they had conquered the drupad and brought him to dronacharya but because of this relationship they had then become friend with this drupad so drupada then draupadeyascha draupadeya are the five sons of draupadi they were then as i said they were killed by ashwatthama when they were sleeping the war was almost over but they were sleeping in their tent and ashwatthama came at night and killed them just to please duryodhana and it was so terrible and they saw all these pandavas were absolutely uh, grief stricken 
and they caught hold of that Ashwatthama and brought him in front of uh, Draupadi. Draupadi was uh, crying and weeping. He brought him there and he said that we will kill you, kill him right in front of you. And Draupadi said, please don't kill him. He said, I know what is the grief of a mother when the children are dead. I don't want his mother to suffer. So let him go. Don't kill him. She forgave him. But then he had uh, some money on his head and uh, it was removed. And uh, because of which he uh, experienced great pain and he is considered that he is still alive. There are few Chiranjeevis who are alive and Ashwatthama is one of them and is constantly remembering. See, it is uh, a person who has committed a sin. It is better that person remembers and repents for it. If we don't remember and don't repent, then we can repeat it. Just by killing, it will not be sufficient. So he constantly should remember and repent and become more and more pure and more and more free from all these negativities. So these are the sons of uh, Draupadi from all these five brothers. So Draupadi, Yascha, Sarvashaha, Prithivipate, all of them are very uh, very strong and powerful. He Prithivipate, he Prithivipate is addressed to Dhritarashtra by Sanjaya. Then Saubhatrashtra, Saubhatra is Abhimanyu, Mahabahuhu, he is a great... Uh, Again, great warrior, mighty armed. Shankhan, Dadmu, Prathak, Prathaka. All of them blew their respective conches. And the, all these conches and then the various other uh, instruments were also blown. And the sound which was generated that now Sanjay describes. He says, Sagho Shodhartarashtranam. Hridayani Vedarayata Nabascha Prithivin Chaiva Tumulo Venu Nadayan Sagho Shodhartha Rashtrana Hridayani Vedarayan Saghosho, the sound which was created by this blowing of the conches by the Pandavas, Dhartarashtranam Radhayani Vedarayat. It entered and pierced the heart of all these Dhritarashtra's army, Dhritarashtra's party, the Kauravas. It just, they got frightened, like, though they had also made a big sound, but from the other side, a tremendous sound and more enthusiasm could be felt from there. And they got real nervous, like, it affected them. See, as I said, like the tiger and all, when it roars, all other animals of the, of the jungle, they get absolutely frightened, scared, terrorized, like. Otherwise, when tiger is not there, no sound and all, they are comfortably moving around, grazing here and looking here and there. All the cheetahs and all those other, hmm. They are quite comfortable, very happy. 
but when the tiger if they smell or if they hear him they just stand still wherever they are recently i had gone to that forest so i know corbet this just stand still wherever they are stop eating stop stop doing a and they just fear like filled with fear similarly here also when this they blew their conscious but when this pandavas blew all the dhritarashtra party they just scared like and here the sanjay described navascha prithvinchaiva navaha akash prithvi the earth tumulo venunadayan it became so the whole earth and uh, uh, heaven started reverberating with that sound so much sound was there that it is as though the earth and the heaven they shook like with that sound it was tremendous because of their power because of their confidence because of their part of righteousness the sound also appeared more and they frightened the dhritarashtras army like anything then what happened then a very interesting thing happened then our hero son our arjuna he said something to lord krishna so arjuna was there and he requested all of them were ready arjuna was also ready but arjuna the supreme commander before the war begins he wanted to go in between the two armies and observe objectively see when we see from our standpoint the opposite party may appear to be galat only we should try to put ourselves in the other person's shoes also or best go in between no man's land neither be attached to your party nor be attached to the other be in between and judge and evaluate the situation objectively that is the sign of a wise person so arjuna was very wise so before the war began he wanted to go in between the two armies and just observe both the sides and find out exactly who have all assembled here what is the whole situation and how we should deal with it but this action of arjuna when he did he also got thoroughly confused we will see this portion very beautiful tomorrow now we'll conclude with a prayer first we'll chant om three times please close your eyes we will chant
ಪೂರ್ಣಮುದ್ಯತೆ ಪೂರ್ಣಸೂರ್ಣಮಾಯ ಪೂರ್ಣಮೇವಶಿಷ್ಯತೆ ಶಾಂತಿ 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 ಹರಿ ಓಂ ಶ್ರೀ ಗುರುಭ್ಯೋ ನಮಃ ಹರಿ ಓ